Welcome to the Roadhouse Podcast. Today on the podcast, Dr. Etienne Graves talks to Roadhouse about the Antichrist agenda, the curse of Ham, slavery, and black secret societies, and much, much, much more. So get ready. Fasten your seatbelts. We're on our way. It's time to shine a light on the evils of our society. Here we go. This is the Roadhouse Pod. All right, man. Nice to meet you. Good evening. Nice to meet you as well. How you doing? And I'll bring you in and we'll pop this thing off. Enjoy the show. What's cooking, Roadhouse Mafia? Welcome to the Roadhouse Podcast, the most natural and unapologetic podcast in the world. I'm your host, Roadhouse, and today we have a very special guest. He is a doctor and an author of three, I mean, very eye-opening books, which are Demons, Nephilim, Angels, Secrets of Eden's Garden, and Dawn of Anu. So go check those novels out and welcome Dr. Etienne Graves. Thank you. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you for coming on. The topic for today, you said, was anti the Antichrist agenda, the curse of Ham, um, the Black Secret Societies. And I just, I spoke with, the last time I spoke with Bishop Larry Gators, he kind of opened up my world into the Black Secret Societies, but it was really only the boule. And after talking with him about that, just the fact of secret societies uh, ruling everything and the agenda that they're pushing right now. It's um, there's a lot of revelations that are taking form right now is yeah. <laughs> it seems. To yeah. Me. And man, I remember hearing of all these kind of stuff, you know, mark of the beast vaccines, chips, you know, all that as a child from grandparents, people wiser than me. And now to see, maybe like the beginning stages or the baby steps to all that happening is taking place. And it's like, man, we're, yeah. not, we're in it. <laughs> we're, we're in that time now. We're there now. We're there now. Yeah. We're there in that time now. Yeah. We're there at that time now, brother. We're there at that time now. The time we, when we were little, now we're at that time. Yep. <laughs> it and, seems so far away, but we're there now. And it seems like there's a lot of people out there just absolutely just blown over their head going in with whatever everyone else is saying you know not not really opening up their eyes to what was really happening around here i was looking into the curse of ham that all started with that's a biblical story on uh noah's son is it noah's son ham so um give us a give us a little more information on that this is a new book that you're writing is um, well, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to write a book on this. I hadn't. I didn't plan on it, but as the information started coming to me, I've seen how much it is. And of course, today we only have so much time, so I can't get into everything. So I think I'm going to probably have to write a, a book about it. I've, I've had some um, notes and research on this subject for a long time, but I've never spoken about this subject publicly. It's a very volatile subject, um, very touchy because it um, it talks about racism and 
we're going to break that myth that the curse of Ham is the curse on Black people today. And um, Boulay, I want to talk about the Boulay, and I know why Bishop Gates talks about it. Hey, you kind of broke up there for maybe the last 10 seconds. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I was, um, what, what did you hear last? Um, uh, breaking down, um, breaking down racism and the curse of Ham. Yeah, and I want to talk about how that started, uh, how the secret, secret society started, it actually started in the Garden of Eden, but we're going to just start from um, Noah, how it continued, and I will talk about the Boule because that is the major black secret society, but I'm going to get into um, the dynamics of it, you know, how it started and where it is spiritually and how it functions in today's society and how it's um, affecting not just black people, but the whole world. And even using the George Floyd situation to cause um, a worldwide riot. Yeah, it's it's wild out there. And man, like there's, again, I want to thank you for coming on because there's not many people that are doing their due diligence on researching these kind of topics, really going back to back into history. And instead of deep diving into history, you have everything accessible to you to find out the knowledge of the past, you know? And yes, yes. But people today just want, I don't know. It's a sign of just easy. Give it to me. Like they, and history is on a, on a path of destruction. Like they wanted to, people want to destroy everything from the past instead of learning from all the trials and tribulations that <laughs> came through at those That's early a good point. years. And and instead of people like want to deny the history so bad that they want it to cease to exist. And I don't know, you're treading on some, <laughs> some deep water when you're doing that. So let's get into this, man. I'm really interested in um, wherever you want to start it off the curse of ham. Okay. Um, well, right before we get into the curse of ham, I just want to talk a little bit about the antichrist agenda. Um, what it has been, since um, the beginning of time and what it will always be, the Antichrist agenda, the devil is after DNA. He wants to um, contaminate our DNA. He wants to change our DNA and he wants to um, own our DNA. If you can change a person's DNA, you can change their behavior and their character. And that's his ultimate goal. And I'm just going to be talking a little bit about DNA, not just real simple, like a child can understand, not well versed on it, but just on what the Lord has shown me. And um, if you're familiar with the DNA strand, how it has, it looks like a, like the number eight. Yeah. And it has uh, rungs that look like a ladder. Yeah, double here, exactly. And just simply those rungs um, are letters, A, G, T, C, you know, adenine, thymine. I'm going to get into it later, guanine and cytosine. But these um, letters make words. And then the words make sentences. And the sentences are genes. And the DNA, DNA is just like an alphabet. You, you can tell it what to do by, um, by with words. And if you take out a letter or add a letter, words change. Um, simply the word world. Well, let's start with the word word, W-O-R-D. Now, the word word is just word with that. But if you take the letter L and put it between the R and the D, you get world. You see, it's, it's simple. But the Bible is like a DNA. You're not supposed to take out or add to that's what the bible said but in dna if you take out or add to it causes a mutation and i know this may be a little over some people's heads but it's going to all make sense as we go 
um, along the presentation. So um, let's talk about um, a little more about DNA. A few years ago, there was um, a link in a, um, on the website I saw that said microbiologists with a link to race-based weapon turns up dead. And there were these um, microbi American microbiologists, Benito Kay and Don Wiley, and they were working on DNA sequencing and how we can provide a genetic marker um, on genetic, genetic profiling. And this research was basically saying how pathogens, COVID-19, can hit selected groups of humans um, and identifying them by race. And I just saw um, today how they, they were saying that Blacks and Latinos should be the first ones to get the vaccine. And I saw a video. Yeah, I don't man. know if you're familiar with this. That's, yeah, I, I saw that. To that. Yeah, you, don't, you don't want to be the guinea pig for, no, <laughs> for none of that. Absolutely no. not. And that, that deserves a lot of backlash. I mean, uh, there's, I don't, I don't know if you're a vaxxer, anti-vaxxer. I don't really care. Anti-vaxxer. Anti <laughs> yeah, I come, um, I'm Russian Orthodox in my background. And I know out here in Oregon, a lot of my, a lot of family members out here pushing the, the anti-vax. <laughs> we don't, we don't want it. And yeah, they're bringing it in or they're trying to. So sticky, sticky situation. And when that, relates to Hispanics and blacks. And it's like, man, you got to fight against that. You don't, you don't want them just throwing stuff in your body that you don't know. You don't know what's what. Even um, Bill and Melinda Gates coming out on video, on video and saying that, well, I think that black people should take the, the vaccine first. Why are they pushing so hard for black people to take this vaccine? What, what is, what's going on? What are they trying to do? I'm going to hope you break that down, but it's about DNA and it's about depopulation, obviously. But these microbiologists were found dead um, within two days of each other. And then within another 33 days, three more microbiologists find, were found dead. Why? Why were they found dead? Because they found out a link to how they can affect DNA through these pathogens. So hopefully we can um, get into that. Now let's get into the curse of Ham. Um, first of all, the Bible never mentions the curse of Ham. Never. Not even once. That's a myth that's been passed down um, throughout time. It never mentions the curse of Ham. It talks about the curse of Canaan, not Ham. Now, Canaan was Ham's son, but it's not the curse of Ham. But many theologians and scholars and many people believe that the curse of Ham is a, a curse on black people. Um, the abolitionist slave owners use the Bible um, as um, their grounds for slavery because, and they use the curse of Ham to justify it. And so we definitely have to break down why that's a myth and why that's, that's a lie. Um, they believe that ham, which in Hebrew means hot, heat, or brown, they believe that the color of ham and his descendant's skin was part of a curse on, on them. Um, so their skin color, our skin color, is a curse um, according to many, many people. They believe that. These slave owners believe that he used that to um, enforce slavery. Were you going to say something? Yeah, that was wild, man. Yeah. Okay. That yeah, makes yeah. sense. Kind of the story, the ugly duckling, you know, comes out. All the swans like, man, we don't, we don't know you. But yes, yes. But as, I, as I go further, you're going to see how preposterous and ridiculous that, that notion is. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Um, they think that Ham's, the, the, the curse that was pronounced, um, allowed black people to become a race that was going to be existed through slavery and servitude. And that's not what, what happened. 
Um, I'm just going to read something I wrote. It says, this blasphemous misconception has allowed the spirit of division and discord, which is disguised as racism. That's what it is. The spirit of division and discord disguised as racism. And it's um, dominating for, been dominated for centuries and has caused a stigma of inferiority and worthlessness among Black people and um, a feeling of superiority among white people. And you can see it not just in society, but you see it in many movies. You see it on television, television shows, and you have to be pretty much blind not to acknowledge that that's taking place right now. Yeah, and especially when they throw it in all the movies, that's that's your programming for you. That's again, you used to uh, a different reality than what is. Exactly, and um, racism is just a, it's just basically an unclean spirit. And a devil. That's what it is. And it, it, um, it, it operates through cooperating vessels or operates through people who are willing to buy into the notion. And let's just um, get some hard truth right now, okay? Um, we are all of the human race. So basically, there's no such thing as racism. Now, if there were aliens to come down from another planet and we, were, we hated them or against them, that's another race, another species. That's racism. We're yeah. all of the same race. So I don't really like that word racism, but I understand the connotation of it. But literally, there's no such thing as racism. People are just um, hating other people because of the, um, of the shade or complexion of their yes. skin. But we're all <laughs> of the human race. That's undeniable. Okay, so after the flood, uh, we, you know, the flood happened. There were giants walking around on Earth. These are hybrid beings, part... Um, angel part human they were huge beings walking around this earth and the lord had to cause a flood to wipe clean it out but only noah and his family were saved because of the ark so the flood happens all of those giants are wiped away mostly that's another topic for another show but um they don't have bodies now there's their their spirits without a body so they're looking for a body to either possess or live in and they can attach themselves to the body's DNA. So after the flood, they were looking for a willing vessel, a willing body to allow them to possess them. And this is the beginning stages of um, secret societies and selling your soul to the devil. It started all the way back, back then after the flood. So um, basically in Genesis 9-1, it says, God blessed Noah and his sons. So if God blessed Noah and his sons, there's no way that Noah could curse his sons. That's pretty obvious. So anyone who says that Noah could curse Ham, God already blessed Ham. The Bible says you cannot curse what God has blessed. Later down in, in verse 9, you see that it says, God told him and his sons that I established my covenant with you and your seed. So God established the covenant not only with Noah and his sons, but their children too. So yeah. when we get to this curse of Canaan, it still wouldn't be valid because he has covenant with, with their children. Oh, brother, when you find out what's going to happen. Uh, well, uh, what's that word? You got grandpa in right there. <laughs> got, exactly. He's exactly. grandpa that's, in. That's, that's a good way to put it. Okay, so now let's get to the meat. In Genesis 9, the writer, which is Moses, talks about the event of what happened after, the, um, after he got off the ark. And out of nowhere, I'll, I'll just start this off. It says, and the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And out of nowhere, the writer says, and Ham is the father of Canaan. Well, who was Canaan? This is the first time we've heard his name. It's like a, 
almost to me, almost like a Maury Povich show. Like you are not the father. Or, <laughs> Pam is the father. That's how it came out to me as a gotcha. So I said, um, so it says these these are the three then it says these are the three sons of Noah, as if to say he has three sons, not four. Hmm. Then it says, of them, the three sons, the whole earth was overspread. Now I want to stop right there. So if of the three sons, the whole earth was overspread, there is no way there should be racism because we are all basically related. If we all came from these three sons and Noah, it says the whole earth was overspread, then we are all related in some way. I don't mean like brother and sister, but if we come from the same tree, then we are all related. And if you cut that off and go back to the Adam and Eve in the garden, then it's the same thing. So the whole idea of hating someone because of the color of their skin is, is really ignorant because you're really um, hating your brother or your sister because we all come from the same bloodline, according to the Bible. Now, there's different nations, there's different complexions, there's different shades, but according to the Bible, the whole earth was overspread from these three sons. And if you do research, you'll see all the nations how they came from Sham, Ham, and Japheth. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm aware that there's uh, 12, 12 nations. Is it, was there 12 nations that came? Oh, there were so many more. Yeah, 12 basic, but then there were so many other nations that come under that, though. You know, you have Libyans and Egyptians and um, um, Irish. I mean, there's so many. There's, there's so many it's to go over. But basically, the point I'm trying to get at is everyone came from these three. According, if you believe what the Bible says, after the flood, they were the only ones there. You had to have come from these three seeds. So these these three brothers, or absolutely, um, it's all we're all related, so, baby. We're all related. All related. So the the hate is ridiculous. This doesn't make sense. Okay, so moving on. It says Noah began to be a husbandman, and he planted a vineyard. Now, um, when you plant a vineyard, it takes a while for the vineyard to grow, at least about four years. And the Bible doesn't tell us that. But as you see, like, okay, what was happening in those four years? Obviously, Noah was gone a lot because he had to plant and repopulate the world with plants and, and fruit and vegetables. And he was gone for a while. So where, what was his wife? What was he doing? With, with, what was his wife doing when he wasn't there? What was going on? We're not told that, but it makes you wonder what was going on, why he's going around being a farmer around the world. Trying to weep, if um, you're being logical, if you're, if, right. you're, if you're thinking logically, logic has seemed to escape a lot of people <laughs> these days. Yes. So yes. Go well, on. I'm only asking that because I'm trying to say what the next part. Well, Noah planted a vineyard and he drank of the wine and he was drunk. And it says he was uncovered within his tent. And then it says again, and Ham, the father of Canaan, out of nowhere, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brethren without. So the traditional belief is that he saw his father naked and he went and told his two brothers. And when Noah awoke from his drunkenness, he knew the Bible says what his son had done, but he knew that he saw him supposedly and he cursed um, Ham's, Ham's son Canaan. Um, that doesn't really fly because why would he curse him for seeing him naked? There's more to it. When you go to the Bible and you look at Leviticus 18, seven and eight, it says, the nakedness of thy father or the nakedness of thy mother shalt thou not uncover. She is thy mother. Thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. The nakedness of thy father's wife shalt thou not uncover. It is thy father's nakedness. So to simply break it down. What the Bible is telling us is that Ham had intercourse with Noah's wife while Noah was drunk. 
That's what it's telling us, which would, of course, be a reason why Noah would be steaming mad when he awoke. Yeah, he's that's why right in. Can't trust those guys. <laughs> Can't no. trust those no. guys, man. That's his own son. And he was trying, I guess, trying to usurp Noah's authority. There are some traditional beliefs that um, he did some homosexual things with Noah. The Bible doesn't tell us that. It's possible. Knowing what the Halaboule and Tico societies operate is possible. There's also um, a belief that he castrated Noah because Noah didn't have any more children. So the Bible, the Bible doesn't tell us that, but it's possible. But from what the Bible does tell us, we do know that he did have sex with his mother's, with, um, with his mother, which would be the reason why that he would curse Canaan. Canaan is the result of the sexual um, adultery between Ham Absolutely. and his mother. So that would make sense. And see, Ham had three other children before Canaan. We see in the genealogy. And um, Canaan was the only one that was cursed. But one of his children was Mizraim, which is Egypt. It's interesting to know, I'm going to talk about this, but through Ham's bloodline, that's where many of the giants came after the flood. If you look at the, um, many of the Egyptian hieroglyphics, you see the giants, how, the drawings, how big they were. They came through that bloodline. And I'm going to tell you how, like how they came through that bloodline. And this connects to the, to the um, idea of secret societies. So um, do you think, uh, do you think one of, is the Nephilim is the giants, correct? Yes. Do you think yes. they took over, possessed Ham? Is that, Ooh, is that a You're ahead of me, brother. Yeah. You're wise. You're ahead of me. You're ahead of me. I'm I'm not sure about the ham part, but I am sure about that about the bloodline. I'm sure about the bloodline. Um they could have with ham, but I'm sure about the bloodline. Um see when Noah pronounced that curse on Canaan, see Noah's not God. Yeah. Noah cannot pronounce a curse on a, on a person and it just, you know, it just be valid. Even when God puts curses on people in the Bible, they don't last forever to a certain uh, time period. There's no curse that lasts forever from God. So uh, the people believe that uh, we're supposed to be enslaved to black to white people forever because of that, because of a curse, then it's false because even if by that logic, they don't last forever. But that's not what happened. See, Canaan, which means, which, now, now catch this, Canaan, the definition of the word, the name Canaan means to bend the knee. All now right. think about Think about George Floyd. Think about the whole taking the knee and the Kaepernick thing. To bend the knee, to be humiliated, it's, it's a sign of submission. So when people are protesting and taking a knee, they're basically um, showing submission to um, a higher God, not the God Jesus Christ that I serve and worship. Yeah, I've been, man, I've been so confused about... <laughs> I've been, I've been talking about this on earlier podcasts. I do not understand the whole kneeling. Like, I don't know well, who are you kneeling for. I don't understand. <laughs> it's it's insanity that that's like that's the that's the thing to kneel. And yeah, we you don't kneel to no man. Let's, no, let's, you let's don't be real here. If you know who, if you know who to kneel to, then you know. And it ain't to no man. That that's no. for damn sure. No, you're exactly right. We only we only bow to the Lord Jesus Christ, and that's it. No other man, no other entity. But the whole me thing is a form of submission and it's a form of worship. People don't see it as that, but as I break it down, we're going to see that whenever a person would join a secret society, they would have to t go take a knee. They would have to bend the knee in order to be initiated into to that society. Um, the Freemasonry 
um, position is taking a knee, even with Derek Chauvin taking his putting his knee on George Floyd's neck. That was another um, sign of submission. And now you see the whole world doing it. People that don't even have association with black folk or black people, they're taking a knee. But we see here that Canaan means to bend the knee because he was down. He was humiliated. He knew that he was going to be cursed or he was cursed. So he was depressed. And he was a prime candidate for these Nephilim beings to come and come into his bloodline. Because that's what happens when you want. That's to, a good point, like, right there. If you if you think about um, what's going on now, what's going on now, when you see many of the celebrities, black celebrities, the basketball players, the the after, the actors, they always have the same story. They come from poverty, a poor background, hard time, hardships, uh, mostly a single parent home, the depression, you know, a, 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 um, humiliation, just like Cain, just trauma. And they're prime candidates. So if an entity comes to them and tells them, if you give me your soul, if you say yourself to me, I'll, I'll make you great. I'll make you. Remember the Nephilim back in those times were walking around and they were renowned. The Bible says famous. They were famous. So if a person wants to be famous, they'll allow these Nephilim spirits to come inside of them and take over and get that fame. But they've already sold their soul. But eventually these Nephilim start to attach themselves to their DNA and they begin to change their DNA. And that's what happened here in these bloodlines with, with, um, with Cain. Um, we, like I said, it's through that bloodline where the giants came and they infiltrated the DNA. And I'm going to say some real, real heavy stuff here that might shatter a lot of myths about um, slavery, um, about how it all began. And, but um, let's just say it right now. When the Egyptians um, enslaved the Hebrew people, the Egyptians were black and the Hebrew people were black. So first, the first slavery was black people enslaving black people. People don't want to think about that. They want to say the white man is white man. Is. No, but it started with black people enslaving black people in Egypt. But like I said before, it's a spirit, the spirit. And the spirit used that bloodline to um, contaminate it. To keep contaminate and to achieve its, its agenda, you know, through intimidation. Um, and that's what happens like that when, with the, when people are initiated into the, like the Illuminati, you know, they give themselves over to these, to these spirits and they have nicknames like for, for Beyonce, when she has Sasha Fierce, that's a spirit. That's a Nephilim. That's a spirit that's living in her. That's taken over. That's, um, letting her re- receive the money and, and, and the fame, but the person, the spirit is really receiving the glory when the crowd is yelling um, Sasha Fierce and Bayon, that's that spirit getting all that praise and all that worship that we talked about earlier. And all they want to do is get back in a body where they can affect the material world and receive worship. And if a person is going to give them opportunity to do it, they'll make you a great basketball player. They'll make you a great football player. <laughs> They've done do a whatever they damn can. good job at it so far. <laughs> yes. They, yes. Uh, yes. They've, got, they've got multiple people worshiping their false idols, which is Man, I don't care. I don't. I don't care about any any of the celebrities. Like I, I I'm a huge fan of sports, all that. But Me too. All all the bullshit beyond the sports, man. I'm not. I'm not here for that. And it's wild. Like they'll they'll come out to athletes. Hey, push this agenda. Hey, go vote for this person. Show your support for the here and 
all the false idol worshipers, they all see that. And then there's just more bodies getting consumed into, <laughs> you want to be at it, heathenry, if that's a, if that's a word. And it's, hey, their playbook has been, their playbook's been on point so far. And uh, <laughs> it's, it, it needs to be exposed, even though it's, it's has been exposed, it's out here for the taking. But right. people deny the, people deny the knowledge. They're under, they're, under that, they're under a spell. They're under a trance. They're under a spell. And I'm gonna, I can just talk about that too a little bit. But um, so before we get back to how, I'm going to explain how they were able to get inside of a, of a certain being and change his DNA to, to being beastly. Um, I want to talk about this division and this racism. I mean, it has nothing to do with color. It's all about division. The devil does not want anyone, any of us to be united. I told you earlier, we are all of one, came from one, one family, so we should be united, but he doesn't want to unite. He wants to divide and conquer, and at least when he's able to conquer, then he's able to um, rule by submission. Um, a lot of people don't know that the, um, there was Anthony Johnson was the first black slave owner in 1621. Now, slavery was just established in 1619, so two years later, a black man owned slavery. Do people know that? Do people realize that? See, black, black folk for a long time have been selling each other out. That's been the, the way of the world from the beginning. And if they're going to allow, they're going to have opportunity to, be, to get ahead, they'll sell out their own mother. They don't care as long as they can get ahead, as long as they, they can be rich, as long as they can be famous. That's all that matters. And many of them have sold out many of their family members and children. You know, it's Man, a that's basic that sacrifice. <laughs> that's the beginning of time, people selling. Judas, the most famous one of all of them. People yes. selling people out snitching what what have you that's why that's where snitches get stitches derives from <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, if, yeah if that's one thing that people don't like i i don't know anyone that likes a snitch <laughs> and it's since the beginning of time and i absolutely agree with you on on that point yeah yeah um and selling your own kind out there's there's nothing worse than that um just to get to a little bit of numbers um 1619 because they, they believe it's believed that there's a 400 year slavery curse. So let's just say that, that that's that's accurate. 1619 plus 400 would be 2019. So there's obviously spiritually, there's, there's no slavery after this. It's over. It's 400 years is over. The curse should be over. But why that number 19 and even COVID 19? And I, I looked in the Bible and my. From what I found, the number 19 represents lack, shame, to be ashamed, and it represents guilt. In the book of John, chapter 19, verse 1, it talks about Jesus being whipped and beaten. That's what they used to do to slaves. That's what Pharaoh did. See, everything that Pharaoh did in Egypt, the slave owners later on copied and mimicked. Pharaoh whipped and beat the slaves. Pharaoh separated the fathers from the family. Pharaoh killed children. Pharaoh had, um, had, had his people rape the women. Pharaoh did everything that Pharaoh did, the white slave owners copied. So it's not, they didn't do anything new. They had a playbook. Pharaoh was the most brutal taskmaster and, master and slave owner that's ever lived because he um, was influenced and possessed by fallen gods or fallen um, spirits. Um, it's not about color with God. In the, word, in, the, in the Bible, the word ethnos is the word um, for race, and it means nations. So God looks at nations. It's not color. We look at color. We look at a black 
person, a white person, a yellow person, but God went by nations. It went by, that's, that's what it was all about. It's never, it was never, it was never about color. As I talked about black Pharaoh enslaving black Hebrew Israelites. So it wasn't about color, it was about a spirit. Um, the Lord forbid Egyptian blood to marry Hebrew blood. Now, I told, like I just said, they're both black, but it's about nations and it's about the gods that they serve. Um, it's interesting for this number 19 again. If you go look for black, the Black Lives Matter address, it's 19197. 19 in there twice. How can all that be an accident? I don't think it is. They know <laughs> what this number 19 means. They know yeah. about it. Number, number, the numbers are all over the place. Yeah. Um, so, we, as I said, Pharaoh tried to destroy the, the Hebrew family, separating fathers and killing families and killing babies. Um, he was Planned Parenthood before there was Planned Parenthood. But he was even worse. He wouldn't kill the babies in the womb. He waited till the babies were born. Then kill them. Because he felt like they were growing too much in number and then they would outnumber him. That's more, that's about as wicked as um, in New York when they had passed a, a, a bill to abort a full-grown nine-month baby. That sounds like Pharaoh. That sounds like doing the same thing that he did. Yeah, it's insanity. It's sick. But you see that, um, like I said, it's a spiritual aspect behind this, and they're following, following these fallen angels. Um, and I ask people, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not black versus white. It's not brown versus black. It's, it's God versus devils. It's God versus capital G versus lowercase gods. And it's who are you going to serve? Who's your allegiance to? And anybody that takes that knee, that bends that knee, is showing their allegiance. It's not to the one true God, which is Jesus Christ. Their allegiance is to this um, really Baal, which is not, it's called Baal, but that's who their allegiance is to. And just because somebody else does something doesn't mean you should do it. Do some research. Find out what you're doing. You know, find out why you're kneeling. Find out what it means. Find out what it means to kneel. People are just doing it just to be doing it and they're opening themselves up to the um, attack and they don't even realize it. And I'm asking, well, who, who have you been to me for? I only been my knee for Jesus. That's it. Roger that. That's how I grew up. <laughs> Ain't nobody else. Nobody. Amen. Amen. Okay, so these pharaohs and priests, they started this thing called the Brotherhood of the Snake. Now, this is where the whole secret societies began way back then. And there was a quote here. It says, the Brotherhood teachings were arranged as a step-by-step process. That sounds like degrees, doesn't it, in the Freemasonry? A student was required to satisfactorily complete one level of instruction before proceeding to the next one. All pupils took oaths of secrecy in which they swore never to reveal the teachings of a level to any person who had not yet graduated up to that level. Um, They were called mystery schools. And they called their, their, their leader's grand master, the same thing they call you know, Freemasons. See, so Freemasonry didn't start way in the modern times. It started way back in those times in Egypt. So it's rooted in Egyptology, Egyptology and, and rooted in um, sun god worship. That whole one eye, the, you know, the third eye, yeah. that's part of um, the Egyptian symbol. And it's all connected with secret society. Um, and Freemason. Am I going slow enough? (laughs) A lot of this information on uh, Egypt is hard to find. Very hard to find. There's there's minuscule history that you could search on Egypt. Everyone's timelines are off. No one one really knows about Egypt. 
But I think that's on purpose because Egypt was a terrible place. Ran the people that ran Egypt, and that's man, I would say a lot of sin came from Egypt. Yes, <laughs> the originated. Yes. That's why their history is kind of blacked out in in modern society. Right. That's why you um. I just I have to use my Bible for that and find out as much as I can from the Bible because it gives us the history. But we know that God's going to pour out plagues and open the Red Sea. Those are major, major miracles. That tells you how wicked they were in Egypt for him to um unleash such power on a, on a people. You know, that's to give people a sign. But um even this thing right here, if you look at um the the word Pharaoh, it's P H A R A O. H right in the middle of the word Pharaoh is Ra R A R A is the Egyptian sun god. That's who he was getting his power for from his worship, who he worshipped. But check this out. Right in the middle of Israel is the word Ra I S R A E L, and it's like God is asking Israel a question: Is Ra L is Ra God or am I God? That's so profound. Is that, is, is that because they came from it? Is that your God or am I your God? That's what we're coming down to now. Who are you going to serve? Who are you going to worship? Um, people don't understand that all these um, man- mandations are veiled for um, a, a, a practice run for the mark of the beast. If you can't go into a store without a mask, if you can't buy without a mask, if you can't sell without a mask, what are you going to do when it's time for the mark and you can't buy or sell? You going to take it? Go in there and say, you, this is a this point, is practice. Fighting. This is practice. Yeah, you're going to be fighting at that point because you're going to have the crowd of, we're not, we're not doing this. We're not taking this mark because there is a lot of people out there that do understand what the hell is going on. And then you have the mindless. And I'm with you. Like I said, a lot of, a lot of uh, revelations come in, Coming into fruition currently, mass practice. I'm totally with you on that. And then they're going to up it. What's the next thing? How how many? What's this yearly process that we're going to go through? Is it going to be vaccines? If it's not, if it's not the mask, it'll be the vaccine. You can't do anything unless you have the vaccine. And exactly. I don't, I don't see us getting. <laughs> I don't. I don't see it, people getting there and being too happy about it. So no, that's that's my job is to um, open people's eyes. People who don't believe that. You know, excuse me, many said many people do believe it, but many don't. And many people are going to be desperate when they can't get food. The women that have babies, they got to feed their babies. I mean, it's, it's a lot of situations where you're going to have to have to trust God. You're going to have to. If you can't trust him now, then it's going to be really hard to trust him, trust him then. But um, it's all about allegiance. That's what it's been all about the whole time. So this curse of Canaan, um, this curse of Canaan and not Ham and is from Noah, and Noah is not God. So all Canaan had to do was serve the Lord. Forget that. That's his curse. If you do right and serve the Lord, you'll be accepted. But he didn't. He got um, depressed. He let the, his, his um, situation um, guide him. He, he had trauma, and Canaan is just like a lot of, I'm just going to, I just got to tell it like it is, just like a lot of black people, a lot of black folk. Um, they're downtrodden and have low self-esteem because of issues they've been through in their life, trauma, things that have happened to them, things that they've been through, things that are passed down through DNA, through bloodline. Like, um, say, for example, the great-grandmother got divorced. 
then the, the, the grandmother got divorced, then the mother got divorced, then a daughter. It's like things that pass down through the bloodline. Um, one was molested, then down, next one was molested. It goes down through the bloodline, abuse and, and trauma. These demons read the DNA like a book and a, and a roadmap for how to affect each person based on their DNA. They prey on the so, mystery, all that. So yes, those are the most yes. vulnerable people to attach. If that's a soul that you want to attach yourself to, the most vulnerable are the... Um, it's kind of like when we talk about suicide, I'm, I'm 100%, you, you know, what happens if you commit suicide and that's, I think they are just, they become cursed so hard that there's a, uh, the only way out and you can't low self-esteem is a very bad thing. It's a very, and people need, uh, you need to realize that and you need to work your way out of it. How you do that? That's that's something you're gonna have to figure out. But now I contend that um, you have to stop for black people. You have to stop being a victim. You have to depend on the Lord Jesus Christ because um, you've seen the, t- the powers that be are preying on on your on your trauma. They're 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 using it for con- to to be able to control you as, as a frequency, which I want to get into in a few minutes. But they're using that trauma. They they do that. We were able to see that video of George Floyd getting killed. That was a, a, a trigger for, for black people, not just a trigger to, to, to act, but of the trauma and the abuse and the things that's in their bloodline that's never been dealt with. They're never given to God. They continue to, to keep inside. And um, the enemy uses things that happen to not just black people, but people as children to destroy the rest of their lives, you know? Um, and the only freedom that, that you can have is in the freedom of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you have to change your thinking. You can't think about you can't think of yourself of being, being inferior and being being low and being down. So we see Cain's children all down the line. They kept it's a feeling of depression and, and low self esteem going down the bloodline. But then they found their perfect candidate, and his name was Nimrod. Nimrod was the perfect candidate. See, Nimrod, the Bible says he began to be a nephilim or a mighty one. How do you begin to be? When you look up that word begin, listen to this definition. It says to become profaned, defiled, polluted, or desecrated, violated, ritually, sexually, or genetically. See, so in order for him to be able to change his DNA, be able to allow those devils to come into him, he had to do something. He had to do some kind of a ritual. He had to do something. And we're not told what he did, but for him to be able to have this power to be a great hunter, power over animals, he obviously, in my opinion, has some kind of sexual um, activity with a beast. And that's what we're going to, that's where we, we talk about bestiality in some of these secret societies. I know it's crazy, but in the Exodus, the Lord said, he who lies with the beast shall be put to death. So they were doing it. It's not like something that wasn't happening. In the days of Noah, they weren't just dying on the earth. There was part beast, part Part man, part beast, part anything. It was all kind of crazy mixtures on there. But I believe he had some kind of, he did something ritually, some kind of blood drinking or or sexuality with an animal or home or something to be able to have his DNA changed and be able to get this power and to become a great and mighty one. He took a secret oath. He had to. He did it in secret. Everything was done in secret because the other people knew about it, then they would have, you know, either wanted to join in or, or stop him. But for him to be dominant, he had to do it in secret. And he took an oath. He 
took an oath. He had a ceremony, and he allowed this uh, fallen, uh, unclean spirit to live in him and give him power, give him strength, make him famous. Incidentally, when they were building the Tower of Babel in the Bible, the people spoke 46 words. And 46 is the number of chromosomes that we have, 23 for my mom, 23 for my dad. That's the indication and a sign that it was about changing DNA. Even the Tower of Babel is shaped like a DNA strand from the, from the, from the way it's described. See, this is about DNA. But he was able to change his DNA in order to get power from the, 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 the devils to be able to become great, to become a mighty one, to become a famous, to become a, a celebrity, to become um, well-known, you know, um, just like these people, these black people now that are famous. And where does that 46 minutes, that what was the, the George Floyd video was eight Man. minutes and 46 seconds. So what are we doing here? <laughs> like, exactly. Symbolism. There's symbolism everywhere. Exactly. You got to know what you're looking for. You're right. And you're, you're getting ahead of me because you're, I was going to talk about that next, but that means we're on the same same page, same mind. That, that's, that's, that's excellent. We're on the wavelength. Um, the same zoom, wavelength. The yeah. zoom wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> well, from what, the secret societies practice. So my research, what, what they practice, we know that these devils came to Nimrod in secret and persuaded him to be used for fame, fortune, power, and control. And he had to do some kind of human sacrifice, cannibalism, blood drinking, spirit, um, spirit parties, spirit cooking, whatever. And it had to be through sorcery, magic, and secret oaths. People don't, a lot of people don't believe that magic is real, but it is real. It's just a turn away of God's power is perverted. It's a perversion away of God's true power. But magic actually works. People believe it, which is practice it. Um, secret societies practice it. So it's actually very real. Um, so these, ne- these Nephilim spirits, they, they will always come to these um, this bloodline where they knew that they were destined to be cursed because instead of being cursed and being a slave, you could become great and become mighty just by giving your allegiance to these um, Nephilim spirits. Noah cursed Canaan not only to be a servant, but to be a servant of servants. So he's supposed to be the lowest of all the slaves, according to Noah, not God, according to Noah. So would you rather be a slave for the rest of your life and serve, or would you rather be able to become great and have riches and fame and be able to do anything? They chose to, you know, most of them chose to have that bloodline, the Nephilim come through their bloodline so they can get that fame fortune and it's playing out today and um in our lives with many other black celebrities now not just black celebrities but we're, we're talking about them now on this subject but all celebrities all of them they're not you don't just come into that business you have to sell your so you have to make a deal you have to take an oath you have to do something in order to get to those levels um the word secret is just a, a secret code for, for dna and secret societies. And that's what we're going to get to now when we get to these secret societies. And I know you know a little bit, little bit about the boule. I'm not going to go too much de- detail, but just maybe some things that you that you may not know. Um, the boule started in 1904 with Henry Minton. Um, but before that, Prince Hall. You ever heard of Prince Hall Freemasonry? Prince Hall Free? No, I have not. There was a man named Prince Hall who was a free and he wanted to join the Skull and Bowls Secret Society. But since he was black, they wouldn't allow him to join. So um, they funded for him to be able to start his own Prince Hall Freemason Secret Society for black members. So um, he would go through 
Richard Allen, which was um, a 30, 30 degree Freemason, but he was a Baptist AME preacher. He would go to him to recruit members through the church to become Freemasons. And see, that's where I have a problem with the church. A lot of ministers and pastors are unashamedly Freemasons. And when you find out who they um, pledge their loyalty to, which is Lucifer, there's no way you can be a Freemason and serve Jesus Christ. You can't, you can't serve, you can't serve both. It's one or the other, according to the Bible. Yeah, that's your Joel Olsteins right there. <laughs> yes. And who's that other creepy dude with the, the guy that said uh, the demons on the plane? Who's that guy? Copeland? Um, Chris, Copeland, uh, yes. Kenneth Copeland, Copeland, I think his name Kenneth is. Copeland. That guy, yep. man. T.D. Jakes. Hey, hey these evangelists. That the first, hey, the first part about if you're being going to be a priest, you got to know you can't be a TV evangelist. Like that's that's in the book, man. You can't you can't do that. So I tell people all the time, how do you think they got on TV? You have to make a deal. They don't own the TV exactly. stations. They have to they have to do something to be on and be joined with something in order to be um, on TV. Definitely. So Prince Prince Hall went through the church to recruit Freemasons. Now, later on in 1904, the, um, the first African-American Greek society was formed in Philadelphia by Dr. Henry Midden, and it's called the Boule, which is an acronym for Sigma Pi Phi, which Pi means demons. And it was to bring together a select group of, of Black men and women to be representatives for the rest of Black society. So they were called the Talented Tenth. So in other words, I'll bring you in, Oprah. I'll bring you in, Barack. I'll bring you in, W.E.B. the boss. And you represent, you, you'll be the representative for the people, but you'll um, protect our system and our secrets and push our agendas on the people. But you'll have privilege. For lack of a better term, they were the house Negroes. They are the house Negroes. Well, they will stay in the house, and then you have the field Negroes who will stay in the slaves. That's just who stay in the field. That's just what's going on with them. They're taking us privileges and advantages to protect the, um, the system, which is um, all rooted in Luciferianism, and they sell out their own people in the process. Yeah, you're going to sell out, but yet you're still going to be serving other other man, you know? Other, yes, yes. <laughs> like, you got it all and, wrong. And, and to put it in more perspective... The, 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 the black men, they're called archons, which means demons. So it's telling you exactly who they're serving. They're serving demons. And you'd be surprised how many, I mean, you probably wouldn't be surprised who were members of, who were Prince Hall, Freemason, who are um, um, Boule members. I'm going to tell you a couple of them in a minute, but just like we talked about Pharaoh wanting to break up the family and destroy the family in his own version of Planned Parenthood. You have Margaret Singer later, who use W.E.B. Du Bois to bring Planned Parenthood to the black neighborhoods. And what did he do, of course? Once again, set out his own people. See, we hear about, I heard about these um, black historians um, in, in school, but I didn't know what they were really about. And now that I'm learning what they're really, really about, they were selling their own people. They were sellouts and they were serving Lucifer. Just got to call it like it is and tell the truth. It might make some people mad. They might call me a sellout for saying that, but the truth is the truth. They were. Um, I'll just tell you, like, Martin Luther King was a Boulay member. And, I mean, that means he was serving, being used by them. And he was serving the wrong guy. He even received a Margaret, a, a Margaret Sanger Award 
that's a whole other thing. Yeah, if you guys but, don't know who uh, Margaret Sanger is, she founder of Planned Parenthood, correct? Yes, man. She and, she got some skeletons in her closet. Do look her up. Do a little deep dive on her, and then we could talk. We could have a conversation about Planned Parenthood later some other time. But sorry right. to interrupt. Go ahead, and go on. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm purposely. I'm, I'm purposely not talking too much about it because I do want people to do some. Because it's so you could do a whole show on her and her absolutely parents and everyone. But I'm just connecting her to. Her, her her ideology of wanting to um, cause black people, black women, to abort their babies. That's the same ideology as Pharaoh in Egypt. That's the same ideology back then. Um, and that's a, by these spirits. Nothing changed. But back to Dr. King. Dr. King was a Boule member and he was being used by them the whole time. But honestly, less than two months before he was killed, he left the Boule. And that's what my respect for him uh, is 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 on display because before that I don't have respect for those things that he did because you know I don't I, I don't serve Lucifer and he but knew too much when he was trying to get out he knew too much that's why that speech when he says um um I might get you will get to the mouth of the top but I might not get there with you he had reckoned in his mind that he was going to be taken out he already knew it but he 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 left and even in Isaiah um in the Bible Isaiah fifty nine I think it's 10. It says that he who leaves evil makes themselves a prey. And hey, he left evil, and of course, they killed him. And you can see the best of the Boulay's MO. If you leave, if you go against them, they'll kill you. Um, um, Martin Luther King, uh, Kobe Bryant. I mean, we can just go down. Michael Jackson, you can go down the line. You join them, but then when they're done with you, or when you're done with them, then they take you out. That's just the way they. That's they do. your useful idiot theory, right there. Yes. That's that. Yes. Yes. So, yes, Dr. King was a boule. Yes, he did leave before he was murdered, but um, we can't deny the fact that most of his um, career he was being used by by them and Lyndon Johnson. What but about the truth? Uh, is the truth. What about Malcolm X? This is a little side tangent. But what about Malcolm X? Where where does Ma- Malcolm X stand in all this? Um, Malcolm X, I don't believe he was part of the Boule or the, the um, secret societies. I believe that once he found out, you know what was what was going on with Islam and what was going on with, with Elijah Muhammad, that he began and he he went, he went to to Mecca too. He began to have his eyes open and he began to speak out against it and turn away from it, which is why they had to um, kill him. Because he spoke out against it. See, it's a little different than Martin Luther King, you know, as far as that. Martin Luther King went along with the program for a long time, but Malcolm X went against the program. And when he was um, getting too close or revealing too much, they took him out. They took him out. But I don't, I don't believe he stands on the, on the same plane as far as um, setting his people out like Dr. King and W.E.B. Du Bois. Gotcha. So there are so many um, black secret societies, um, Prince Hall, Freemasonry, there's um, Eastern Stars, Shriners, Skull and Bones. They have, and they go through fraternities and sororities. That's where they get their, their, their recruiting. And if you ever, if you know about fraternities and sororities, especially black ones, you have to take an oath. They're taking oaths and taking oaths to gods. Fallen gods. They don't realize they're taking their oaths and giving their lives to these gods, but that's what they do because behind every fraternity and sorority, there is a god or a goddess. 
And these black secret societies, they have BGLOs, which is black Greek letter organizations. They have the divine nine to protect the nine knights of the round table. See, so they're not even um, the, the owners. They're just the protectors of the owners. But they go through these um, six societies and they use them to further their um, Planned Parenthood Antichrist agenda. Um, there's always a master mason that's controlling people, but then through a, through a black minor mason. There, no black person can be go higher than the 33rd degree. Um, and because of this, this is the reason why they're, they're able to ignite a DNA frequency of black folk to control them. We're going to talk about how they do that, but they protect the system. They're the house Negroes and then they, they kill their own. The logo for the boule, you know, it's a, it's a, a part man, part woman, part lion with wings. It's like a sphinx. Yeah, it's LeBron's uh, chest piece. <laughs> you guys ever yes. seen LeBron James yes. tattoo on his chest? That's yes. the Boule mascot right there. Boule mascot, and um, whenever, funny to say, whenever um, the, the slave owners had slaves, they would brand them or tattoo them to show their ownership. So that big tattoo on his chest, he's showing that he's he's owned. He's showing that he's been he's a slave, and he's showing that he's been he's been as my as Bishop would say, bug broken. That's basically what he's showing. Um, but that I talked about the part part beast, part human. That's what that's, that logo is. So that logo is telling us what was going on back in those days and what Nimrod probably had to do to get into the, the, the secret society. It's well known that in order to um, join these boule, you have to have sex with an animal. Now, they wonder about, you know, I don't, I don't know about with Kobe and the Mamba, um, but I heard about, I'm, I'm going to say this, I'm just gonna, I can't substantiate it, but about Jesse Jack, the, whatever animal you want to gain your power from or, or emulate, or that's the one you have to have sex or have, have sex or, or, or be, uh, perform bestiality with. And I heard something about Jesse Jackson and a, and a donkey. And I was like, wow. But then I started to realize it made sense. Remember Jesse Jackson ran for president for the, the Democratic Party. And what's the symbol for the Democrats? That's your mule. That's, that's there you go. You're right there. But think about how sick that is for him to participate. It's a secret. We don't, we're not supposed to know about it. We're going to participate in that in order to be in, get in a position to be able to run for president. There's no other way he would even be able to do that. But that's what they do. You have to, in order to get in, you have to have sex with them. If you're a man, you have sex with a man. If you're a woman, you have to have sex with a woman. Or you have sex with an animal. Or do something, drink their blood. It's some kind of rituals that they have to perform in order to get in. But then they're opening themselves up to these spirits to influence them. They don't realize that. Uh, Nelson Mandela, um, Richard Pryor, Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall. These are all people we hear great stories about what they did, but they were Freemasons and Boule members. This is just the truth. And like I say, anybody who has, who has a, a, allegiance to, to Satan or Lucifer, I can't, I can't back that. I can't follow it because I follow Jesus and I can't back it. But to tell me that these were great people, yeah, maybe they were great people, but they weren't great by selling their own people out and by joining this organization. And this is all connected to this <laughs> Baphomet. Are you familiar with the Baphomet? Yeah, and all this uh, current statue destruction, I don't know how that Baphomet statue still stands. Where is oh, that thing? Man. Is it out in Michigan? It's one in Detroit. They might have, a, they have, they might have one in Michigan too, but I know they have one in Detroit. Detroit, um, yeah, that's the one. That's the one I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, 
Yeah, and um, how is that thing still up? That that needs yeah, to be the first statue we gotta take down. To be honest, it is what it is, guys. It is what it is. We so gotta, what does that tell we you? Tear that thing down. Hey, that what thing does that is tell still you? up. That's that's the 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 logo or the mascot for everything that's going on. And I'm gonna talk about look. I want I want to talk about that a little bit later because I don't some stuff I want to point out to you. But you talked about George Floyd and the A46. Now let's get into that a little bit because this is all connected to Freemasons. You know, the Freemasons refer to Nimrod as the great architect. They revere Nimrod. So, of course, they're going to emulate the things that he does. Um, I believe that they staged this whole George Floyd ritual to further a movement, and this movement's not new to God. Now, I'm not saying he didn't die. Very well, he could have died. It's It's a false flag. And with their false flags, sometimes there are actual deaths. Sometimes there are not. But with the actual deaths, there are actors, stage actors. There are things that are going on around it. This was planned to be able to release this wrath around the world and to be able to, like I said, not only bring down statues, but change the whole governmental system that we live in. Let's notice some, some Masonic um, secret society elements to George Floyd's death. Just a few of them, um, because they were a catalyst to the nationwide, to the nationwide riots. First of all, we talked about that 46. It says the ritual lasted for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Now, 46 is the number of chromosomes, but eight, that looks like the DNA strand. So on one side, you have the eight, the DNA. The other side, you have the chromosomes of both the mother and the father that we have for our mother and father. Come on. Not only that, but that 846, that was the, the same time that the American Airlines Flight 11 crashed. How can that be a coincidence? Ooh, I was not aware of that. <laughs> I was not aware of that. There That's are, not a coincidence. I'm not sure if there are any coincidences no, anymore. No. I'm not sure about that. No. Okay, here's another one. Remember we talked about Prince Hall Freemasonry. Now, this I call it a ritual because it's a ritual, and it happened on East 38th Street, and that's the same street as the Prince Hall Grand Masonic Lodge. Now, come on. Of course. Of come course on. it is. <laughs> 100 Of course it is. And then this they're playing, with, they're playing with us right in front of our faces. Right, absolutely. right. It's all it's absolutely like a, it's, like, it's like a spell book. It's like reading out of a spell book. You have to do this exactly in this order, this way, and then this is going to happen. And they're following it to a T, and many people are just um, under this spell of trance and they're asleep. You and I are woke, and many people are woke, but there are many who are not woke, and that's that's too bad. And then you have Benjamin Crump. Like, is he the only lawyer? He's, whenever something happens, they always want to get Benjamin Crump. Why do they always get Benjamin Crump whenever a black person gets killed or where there's injustice? Why do they always get Benjamin Crump? And he never wins. Why do they always get Benjamin? Why? Because he is on his, a, a self-confessed boule and a Prince Hall Freemason. He says this on his, on his website. That's why <laughs> they get him. He's just telling you, hey, also, yeah, Crump, very, very bad in the loss category. But also another guy that comes to my mind, at least, that I just think this guy is just a sleazy man is Al Same. Sharpton. There Al go, Sharpton. Brother. That guy, man, I don't I don't know what where he crawled out from, but that guy has leashed onto every one of these families, whether ritual or not. Um, one of their families, um, Eric Garner, George Floyd, you you name all the black all the black guys that got killed, and you just see Al Sharpton just Shoulder to cry on, creeping in. Yeah. This guy, man, that guy, 
bad vibes. Always, every I can't look at that guy, man. And uh, he's a he is a Prince Hall, thirty third degree Mason. He is a Boule member. Him and Jesse Jackson throughout years, over all the years, whenever there was an injustice done to a black black person, who was the first one you would see on the scene? Either Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton. They are They're always there. Always. Every tragedy, every situation that takes place with an African-American, uh, Al Sharpton is lurking in the shadows. <laughs> he's he's just waiting to, to pull up. And man, not a fan yes, of that guy. They, they, they never, they, and they never change anything. Absolutely they not. come out with rhetoric. They don't do anything to make the situation better. All they do is move on to the next tragedy. What do because they do? They, don't they say do some words. They say some words. Offer some uh, fake condolences and, and it's on paid. to the next. And get paid. And get paid. And get paid. <laughs> absolutely. They get the bag, man. <laughs> they absolutely get it. And then they move on to the next victim. It's, to it's pro- a shit show. To protect the system. Absolutely. Protect the system. Protect them. That's all they do. And remember, there's one key word in front of both of their names. They're reverence. They never pray. They never talk about God. They yeah. never talk about the Bible. So what is that about? I that blows my mind when I see that as well. I'm like, dude, these absolute frauds, 100% fraudulent. I can't take them seriously. And the, yeah, even I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. It's just these guys like get fired. How do we how do we fire these guys from? I don't even know what his job is. All I know is that he's always around and he's very bad at his job. I, whatever what well, that's to us. He's bad at his job, but to the higher ups, to yes. who he serves, he's doing his yes. same job. And yes, it's yes, it's wild. It is, it is, and like I said, black people don't even realize. You know, whenever, whenever you see Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton in a situation, you should turn, you should run, go the other way. You don't want to be anywhere near them. No, I'm with they you. They are a big time boule. They're for the system, and all they want to do is not only start their people, but they, they're all they, they're just puppets. That's all they are. They're just puppets. That's all. Back to the um, George Floyd, Stephen Jackson, his supposed twin, who looks just like him. He is a Freemason, and his father was a 33rd degree Freemason. Now I'm just connecting all these. This is all connected with the George Floyd. This is all these Freemasons. NBA player, Stephen Jackson. Yes. His father was a boy member. Yes. You can go to his Instagram. Well, you probably have to follow that, but on his Instagram, he had posted a picture when his father just passed, and he had all his Freemasons, the apron, and the, the, the Masonic by all that that shows he Stephen was Jackson is, is I mean I guess you could say quietly since he retired from basketball he's he's had a slow rise to fame on this I guess if you want to call it progressive movement to uh, yes. what meets the eye and all of a sudden he's a he's an outspoken character in this whole this whole movie that we're going through if you must yes yes and even with the his, he knows George Floyd and about him dying, even with his father being a 33rd degree Freemason, this tragedy could have been used to push him forward in the forefront because of what his dad was and what he meant to um, the society or the system. Because like you said, now he's outspoken and now he's out in the open. It's, it's None of this is by accident. Not by accident at all. Um, like, put me in, coach. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, a couple more things though. This ritual, um, I didn't know this till I looked this up, but I, um, the ritual, I, I, mean, I didn't realize it. It occurred on Memorial Day, and that's the day that honors those killed for defending the country. Kind of ironic. It was really ironic. Um, 
During all Masonic rituals, they kneel before the grave of Hiram Abif as a memorial. What are they doing? Taking a knee. The, 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 the irony and the connection and the, and the, the, the sequencing of all this is astounding. Even with Nancy Pelosi and the Democratic Party. Oh, man. Was that, that, doubling down. that was doubling down on the 846. <laughs> yeah. Now, and even knowing, man, go ahead, go ahead. When I saw that, I was like, nobody's seeing this. Like, <laughs> you see this. That would, to me, when I saw them all kneeling with the Kente Claus on, the scarves, I'm like, what is what is happening? <laughs> what, what are we doing here? And it just, it blows over everyone's head. And I'm like, what, yes. how do you guys not, how does, um, how does some stuff seem racist? And then you see the, your supposed leaders that you guys follow doing this absolute, this is, if you want to get into your guys' racism terms, this is racist. And yes. kneeling. Again, the whole kneeling psyop is miss me with that man. Miss me with miss me with the kneeling. Yeah. So so they said we're gonna we're gonna take the same position that the the police officer that killed George Floyd took. We're gonna kneel like he kneeled. Is that why would you? I don't, that doesn't even make sense. Exactly. It absolutely blows my mind. <laughs> absolutely, it's crazy. But 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 the wearing the Kente cloth is the connection because the Kente and the Ashante people were actually the ones who sold Africans out. Sold the people out to the um, to become slaves back when um, early with the Europeans, but I, it makes me think that the only thing that the Democrats know about um, African history or is uh, the movie Roots, because I think about Kuta Kente, like is that all they knew? Like that, that's the kind of a place. There's nothing else they could think of. No, but it was done on purpose. It wasn't an accident. It was like uh, to to shove it into our face. Like yeah, well look. This is how we killed them, and we're going to take the same position. Nobody realized that. It doesn't make sense. And you ain't going to do a damn thing. That's that. That's what. That, they're just nothing. Wanting. It's just mocking you in plain sight, and it's like these guys. Uh, yes. Man, the, they are absolute demons. If you want to, get, if you want to get to the bottom of it, Nancy Pelosi, all those, all those uh, politicians, if you will, kneeling. Come on, you guys. Yes. You guys are not yes. servants of God. You guys are servants of people that are trying to destroy us. <laughs> yeah, that was and that was a that was a position of wor- of worship to Baal to to Lucifer. That's what that was. We don't people didn't realize that, but that's what that was. That's what that was doing. Um, and even the last thing, even George Floyd had a double headed phoenix logo of the Ordo Ab Kao tattooed on his chest, which means order out of chaos. Yes, which means we. We cause the problem, we cause the chaos, and then we bring the solution. You know, that's what basically that is, which is why this whole thing was planned, a whole ritual that was planned, um, and the whole world fell for it, and it's still falling for it, unfortunately. Um, this shows secret societies, they use the supposed curse of ham and the ensuing trauma of slavery to control black people. Because look, come come join us. Come come join, because you know you're gonna have to, if you don't join, you're gonna, you're gonna have it hard in life, it's gonna be rough. You know, you need to have people that you can depend on, people you can count on. You know, I know of a, um, a person who, um, in court, they could have committed a crime. They were a Freemason. And the judge was a Freemason. And the person, before the sentencing, or before the, 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 the judgment happened, the person flashed the Freemason sign to the judge. The judge flashed it back and dismissed the case. 
perfect example about how you can have, you need to have connections. You can get over it in this life, get over in this world. You're already black. You're already um, in, in the position of inferiority. So you need help. You need to be able to get over, get over, it. join us. But you're not just joining us. You're joining these, the, these evil spirits. That's what you're joining. And that's the whole um, lure for black folk, not to have it hard, not to have this, not to have things um, be so tough, you know? Yeah, come roll, come rely on us. We'll take care of you. Yes. Man, do not rely yes. on anyone else. <laughs> do not yes. rely on anyone except yourself and the man upstairs. Amen. Everyone Amen, after that, man, you are putting a detriment on your soul and you're not going to be able to dig yourself out of this one. Amen. Amen. Okay, brother, this is this is excellent. This is so powerful, but we're almost coming towards the end of it. Um now. When George Floyd was on the on the ground and he's screaming for his mom, I can't breathe, and mama, and what what that did was those were yells or or cries that let out a frequency that would it turn on black people's DNA, but not just theirs. Anybody who was ready to um to to, to oppose, they were already ready. They were ready to revolt. It ignited theirs as well. But when he's on the ground and he's crying, mama, mama, and so many people, it just it hit them so hard. And that's what got them. Because think about it. There's been so many other black men that have been killed by police recently. In Obama's administration alone, from so many, not one time did they riot. Not one time did they leave. Not one time did they act like this. This is a, a special situation because of that cry that he let out that was a, 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 a frequency to people's DNA. And not only that, by us being locked up in the house, the pent up, people were already angry and ready to get upset. It was a perfect remedy, a perfect, a perfect um recipe for this riot, for these outbursts, for this Black Lives Satanic Matter, which is really bafflement Lucifer Mollick. That's what BLM should stand for, because it's not Black Lives Matter, it's Black Lives Matter. If you take out the lives from Black Matter, you have Black Matter. And according to CERN, Black Matter is where they get demons from that's what we're talking about demons and devils and black, black matter, matter if you want to talk about physics black matter is very unexplainable very interesting intricate like i'm not very well versed enough to talk about black matter but black matter is is definitely um it's one of those things that very unknown and you got you definitely got to look into it more and yeah Oh, the whole Black Lives Matter organization, no one, you if you get into their mission statement, go read their mission statement on their website. It's the destruction of your household. It's breaking down your reality into something that they are, they are forming for you. This is the reality that we, we want you to have. But um, also like the Black Lives Matter, who is one of the people on, one of the people on the board bombed, um, Yes, I, building back. I just saw this the other day, so I didn't get get too far into it. But mm-hmm. you got a terrorist, <laughs> a terrorist. Not only are they terrorists, but they're, they're white, and you have them in charge. Your in in charge of this movement, Black Lives Matter, and it's absolute insanity. I get to the roots of like, wh- what are you even supporting? You don't even know. You're just following what these internet trends are. What um, Nancy Pelosi is telling you to all these 
governors, mayors, I think they should all be fired. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> they should, I agree. They, I they, agree. Someone needs to be cleaning out their desk right now. But it's um, it's a, this is an illusion. And when people talk about that whole, you know, I, I don't know if you heard about the simulation theory. Mm-hmm. Th- this is their own form of a simulation theory as they're creating a reality they want you to exist in. And they're yes, getting close. They're, <laughs> they're getting close. And yeah. I mean, hopefully we get a, uh, hopefully enough people wake up and realize that we got to shut this down. And yeah, I don't know. Well, let's get into the, let's, let's get into the Black Lives Matter a little bit. I, I refuse. I rebuke the notion that since I'm black, I'm supposed or I'm required to support Black Lives Matter. That's that's what the, the, the growing consensus is. Oh, if you don't support Black Lives Matter and you're black and you know, you're a sellout. This and that. You're, no, no. I'm going to tell you why I don't support Black Lives Matter and why no one should. Anybody. The the founder is George Soros, who is also the founder of Antifa. Now, George Soros founded Black Lives Matter through the Open Society. The Open Society is very evil. The logo on the Open Society looks like one of the pedophilia symbols, like a twist and round, or yeah, you know, yeah. it's very, very evil. The Black Lives Matter, when you see the symbol with the fist up like that, if you Google Bale statue, there's a statue of, they have a Bale, like a little, and he has his fist up just like this. So that logo comes from Bale, which is really pronounced Ball. It's B-A-A-L, pronounced Ball, which is where we, see now, I don't, get careful here because I, I, I played basketball my whole life and, you know, I, I, I love that sport, but now that I know, basketball. Think about that. It's not the game itself is not evil, but having ball in there, it allows him to be able to put himself in it. Dr. James Naismith was a 33rd degree Freemason. A lot of people don't know that. See? So that's why ball is involved in these sports. They can get their allegiance for them to be famous. Maybe not so much as it was a long time ago as it is now, but especially in the NBA and the NFL, they're able to get their balls able to get them to do anything he wants. Absolutely. Uh, just controlling them through money and fame. And if they don't do it, then what do you do? First, you get your chance to get arrested or you get a rape charge on you. Take your They'll endorsement. Get in, little take warning. your endorsement. Yeah. Busy <laughs> little warning shot. Endorsements right. gone. <laughs> gone. And if that doesn't work, then they'll, they'll take you out. And then and then after you're gone, take your money. That's what they that's what they want to do. Um, but Bell was a fertility agriculture god who demanded human sacrifice and child sacrifice. Like, like once again, abortion. This god Bell, Ball. So George Soros is connected to Bell or Ball. It's, oh, it's crazy that his name Soros is spelled the same forwards and backwards. That's always been kind of creepy to me when somebody's name is like that. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got you. When you get Soros is where you get the word sororities from females, um, the female um, paternity is what it that is. That goes back to your Greek secret societies. Yes, yes. And this open society, he invested he invested $18 billion into the open society. And that word open, that's the same word that the, the serpent used when he was tempting Eve. He says, that if you eat from this tree, the Lord knows your eyes will be open. Now, that's the 33rd word that he spoke to Eve. Now, we know that number 33 is a very 
important number in Freemasonry because it represents that third eye. So George Soros, with this open society, he's, he's, his aim is to have the LGBTI, which is lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and intersex. Intersex is those who are born with the same two organs. You know, um, He wants to empower them and their um, communities and protect them and defend their human rights. Now we're going to see where this whole Black Lives Matter thing is getting to. That word society in the Bible is Kheber, C-H-E-B-E-R. And it means a society, a spell or enchantment to join a league, have fellowship with by means of spells or magic. So this open society is witchcraft. And it's, it's, it's not only funded Antifa, but it's funded Black Lives Matter. Now let's get into this Black Lives Matter. A cold word for lives is DNA. So Black DNA matters what they're saying. Yeah. George used the same pattern with the Prince Hall and the Boule. He uses the talented 10th um, to select these founders, or, the, or these founding members. All Boule members um, and sorority members um, are from the Black Lives Matter. Now, the founders are three women, which are, which are really three witches. Now, I'm not saying it to be funny. They are really, literally are three witches. And I want to tell, talk about them. One of them's name is Patrice Colors. And this is from, this. what I want to read is with their statement, what they say about themselves. This, Patrice Colors is proudly practicing lesbianism since the age of 16, and she encourages children worldwide to do the same. She describes herself as a, as a wife of Harriet Tubman. She advocates dramatically for the reducing of the law enforcement budget and forcing some police departments to be entirely disbanded or abolished. She's against marriage. She's, a, she's for abortion. Alicia Garza, a self-described queer social justice activist, her stated goal is to foster a network that affirms all forms of homosexual and bisexual deviance and to free the mind of man from God's normal heterosexual order. Opal Tometi, she is a firm believer and practitioner of liberation theology, LGBT advocate committed to dismantling the core biblical concept of male leadership. So these three women are against abortion. They are for abortion. They are against male and female marriage. They are against male leadership. They are against the male in, being in the household they are against um, Donald Trump. They have stated that their goal is to get Trump out of the White House. They said they are trained Marxists. These women or witches are for everything that God is against. And that's, that's where the demon takes place. The devil <laughs> is the, everything that the God proclaims. The devil is going to play around with the opposite always in every aspect. Yes. Yes. So me, no matter if I'm black or not, I'm, I'm, I'm a follower of Jesus. I cannot join to a cause that goes against everything, against all the principles that he teaches. They're joining the transgender lesbian cause through the Black Lives Matters cause, and people don't even realize it. I just told you that their whole goal is they, they don't want the, the, the black man in the household. They don't want men and women married. They want women to be married. One of these women... um is married to a transgender. 
That's what they're all for. It's not about Black Lives Matter. It's about getting Trump out of the White House. It's about changing um, Black people's DNA, changing you thinking you're supposed to, a man supposed to be with a woman and a woman with a man, changing the whole order of things. That's what it's all about. I'm going to tell you the Lord, Lord showed me, which is powerful, when he had me look up um, these ladies, the, the first letters of each of their names. Remember when I talked about DNA and how the, the words make letters, letters make words, the words make sentences? Yeah, yeah. So I took all of their names, all of their names, first and last names, and it was O-P-A-T-G-C. Now, what that means is the O-P part can either stand for open with the open society because they're under George um, Soros or overpower. But that A-T-G-C, A-G-T-C are the four alphabet letters in the DNA strand. How can that be a coincidence that their names add up to those adenine, thymine, guanine, and cytosine? How can that be? That's not an accident. You know why it's not an accident? Because the DNA basis, they store genetic information. You know, they, they remember it. But the, the, the pairs can only pair with certain things. So adenine can only pair with thionine, and cytosine can only pair with guanine. This is called bonding. Now, if they don't pair with each other, then that causes a mutation, and there's no longer bonding. So if you pair, pair a male with a male, then the DNA sequence is messed up. If you pair a female with a female, the DNA sequence is messed up. And it's not bonded. The Bible says that each one should have their mate. So they're always supposed to go together. Their goal or objective is to change the thinking so you don't think that one should go with the other, which is the way it's supposed to be. Isn't that crazy? It, hey, guys, no coincidences. It's None. Everything is aligning. And you need to take notes on this because this shit is not... It's not an accident. It's not none of this that's happening right now is an accident. Your reality is being distorted, and you need to break out of your trance. And they're using this foundation and this movement to try, like I said, to try to change the connection with these, the, the the pairing of these DNA. They're trying to change the orders, change everything. Everything they stated is out of order. God's order is not abortion. God's order is not for lesbianism or homosexuality. God's order is for the man and the woman to be together and for the man to be the head of the household. Everything they're doing is changing the order with the DNA. And, and that's how your uh, order out of chaos. Yes. Void. Yes. Excellent point. Excellent. See, so if you change the sequencing in DNA, you can change the outcome. You can change the order. You can change what happens. Look at, look at another one. When you took, when you have George Soros, and you have Black Lives Matter. Um, Black Lives Matter. Those letters also can, can mean something, too. George Soros, Black Lives Matter, and Tifa. Those are the ones I got. So you have G-S-B-L-M-A. I got G-S for goat and sacrificial, and B-L-M-A makes the word lamb. <laughs> so yeah, the goat sacrificial lamb right there there you go the goat and sacrificial lamb is the black lives matter and and also antifa and it's three heads you have george soros you have black lives matter you have antifa but these witches these are three this is a three-headed witch this is, is exactly soros what the head of the snake no he's not he's not the head of the snake he thinks he's the head of the snake but i don't i don't i don't believe he is there's a spirit 
that's the head of the snake. And that spirit is Baphomet or Baal. That is the head of the snake. And he empowers George Soros to make him him think he is the head of the snake and he's immortal and all this, but he's not. He's just a tool. He's just a tool. He's, he's just a body of vessel that's being used. So he's not the head. He's the head on on the natural, but the head to me is what's, what's, who's pulling the strings, who's, who's behind pushing the buttons. And that's these spirits that's behind the whole thing. It does not want um, man to be with woman and woman to be with man. He does not want um, black and white to be unified together. He does not want us to get along. He, does, he wants everything to be out of order because that's how the devil, devil is. He hates God. He hates the image of God. He hates everything that is the image of God. You know? And that's exactly what I think is going on with that. Um, as far as these witches are concerned, witches cast spells. And when George Floyd cried out, that was a, a, a cry or a yell, like a genetic frequency, like a, like a, a sound that once you hear the sound, you, you trigger it. it you, just, you just trigger it. And I, I couldn't help but think about this. The Lord's given this to me that these slogans are three-word slogans, and they are, they are they're chants. Which are really like spells. I can breathe. Yes, we can. Keep hope alive. All these from Boule members. Keep hope alive from Jesse Jackson. Yes, we can from Obama. I can't breathe from what happened to George. They're, they're, they're chants and they're spells. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. This, you, 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 over and over again, you, it's like a frequency. Over and over again, over and over again. Even that lies, that's three words. A, a chant. It's, it's a spell that, that's being spoken out. And he's, when you're speaking it out, then it causes the body to react. You ever seen, we get a chance, look on YouTube, something called the Rice Resonance Experiment. Rice Resonance Experiment. It's called the Rice, Rice Resonance Experiment. Gotcha. And what, what happened is they poured some rice on a platform and they turned a tone on. Like, ooh, and as the tone got louder, the rice began to change shapes and patterns, and not just to something cr- like uh, um, not orderly. It would be stars and hexagrams and circles. It's, it's, you gotta check it out. It's fascinating. Not very long, but it's Crazy. fascinating. The louder the tone got, the the more pro- pronounced the shapes became, like our brain. That's and that's how it worked with the with these chants and these like. I can't breathe. You know, you just like yeah, robot. You like times. mind control. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, re- it's gonna go inside you. You keep saying it enough times. It's gonna, yes, it's gonna be a part of you. So that and that's what is gonna yes. get itself into your DNA. That's how chants and spells. That's how witches work. They do it. They repeat them and they over and over and over again. They repeat them over and over again. And scientists have proved this is scientifically proven that DNA frequencies can be reprogrammed by words and sounds. That's a scientific fact. That's why um, music, think about some of the music that people listen to. Just to it over and over again and things they say, it can, it can reprogram your mind. Why am I doing this? And well, you, you've heard this over and over again in the song, in the song, it's, it's programmed, it's controlling you, it's telling you what you're supposed to do. And you just react and do it, not even realizing it because of that frequency. Definitely. DNA is such a powerful thing, and the, the, the devil knows that, and he's using it for that. Okay, now let's talk about the Baphomet, we're almost done here. The Baphomet. Um, people can Google it, and they can see the Baphomet. It's, uh, once again, 
opposites, just like with those with the with the founders of Black Lives Matter, with the AGTC. You have a part man, part woman. You have a part beast, part human. You have a part angel, part beast. Because the Baphomet has breasts, it has legs like a man, it has hooves like an animal, it has a goat's head, it has wings like an angel. All those things, all these mixtures. And then it has the two hands up, and then the other, you can see on the picture, the other hand down. And it has kids by it. Why kids? Because this all goes back to the whole thing. But that is solve and coagula. Solve means to separate. Coagula means to join together. And that's that divide and conquer, the whole thing we're talking about. Um, that's what Dr. Med represents. He sits in a yoga position, and in the middle, he has a staff that looks like a phallus with two snakes intertwined around that looks like a DNA strand. Can't be a coincidence. That's the, it tells you everything that the Baphomet is about. It's, that's the National Health Organization. I think their logo is very similar to, to that. Definitely, guys. Go, ch- go check yes. it out. So that connects with, with the... With, Connects to Dr. Fauci and Bergs and the, the WHO and the UN and uh, the, the, um, all of it, Pharm- all of it, pharmaceutical, all of it's connected to that. But he has that as his staff, as if it's an erect member, and he has these kids looking up at him in, ador- in adoration. Between his head, he has a torch, and in, and Daniel eight five, it kind of talks about. To me, I think it's about for me. Listen to this. It says, and as, as I was considering, behold. And he go came from the west on the face of the whole earth and touched not the ground. And the goat had a notable horn between his eyes. That sounds just like this Baphomet. The word Baphomet just basically means it's a Mophet or Mohammed, which is Mohammed. But it baptized wisdom or with fire. And that's what these elite supposedly get. They get wisdom um, from um, Lucifer which makes them stand out. It's the transgender, goat-headed um, God, which represents transgenderism, lesbianism, and pedophilia. This is an evil, evil um, 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 being. Um, and it's the one that's behind all of this. It's the one that's behind the Black people society. It's the one behind, that's behind the boule. I, I preached um, a message in 2015 and before the message, I had found out that they were going to unveil the statue in Detroit. So when I preached the message, I, I gave a prophetic warning and said, woe to Detroit for allowing this to happen. You got this. You, you don't know what you're unleashing. You're unleashing something that's going to come back to bite you. And let's look at now. 2020, they have a, trans, a lesbian mayor named Mayor Lightfoot, who is so evil that a while ago, when she found out that the churches were going to meet, or the churches were going to meet in Detroit, she arranged for a slew of tow trucks to line up outside on that street where the church was at to tow all those cars at seven o'clock in the morning, and she did. Seven o'clock in the morning came. Every car on that street was towed. That's only that has to be the devil. That's demonic. Yeah. However, look what God did. The church had made a deal with the bank to park in their parking lot. <laughs> so all the church members' cars were parked in the parking lot. She told residences, re- resident members' cars off of the street just to keep the church from meeting. But that was all because this bathroom was unleashed in that city of Detroit. And they have been going through hell 
because of it. Um, they had when they had that ceremony, they had um, men kissing and walking around with lewdness. I mean, what kind of statue has this with children looking up to it? And that anybody, like you said, that should be the first thing that's torn down. Forget um, all these other statues that you say represent slavery. Go for the one that has spiritual power to it because it releases demons. Go for that one. Tear that one down. The Batman, that's the, that's the ultimate slave owner right there. <laughs> he's the kingpin <laughs> yeah. of everything. And he's still up. But man, you guys don't yes, you guys just want to avoid that. But that's what I mean. It's not, it's, it's, it's spiritual. This whole thing with racism and slavery, it's spiritual. It's all it's spiritual. When slavery moved from Pharaoh enslaving black folks, then he eventually went to the white man enslaving black folks. It wasn't the white man, it was a spirit moving on to a different place to um, bring this, this division and um, separation. That's all it was. It's a spirit of division and separation. And it's attached to wrath and murder and malice and chaos. It's all attached. So there really is no racism. There is a spirit of division which disguises itself as racism. As racism. That's basically what that is. Um, and just to wrap this thing up, I'm just about done here, the Antifa, I don't want to get too far in that, but just, just break it down a little bit. It has the logo, says anti-fascist, and it has action, but that word anti is means instead of or in place of, like antichrist. It's instead of Christ or in place of Christ. That word fa is, uh, F-A-H is a musical note. Now, it's interesting to me because in the Bible, in the days of Daniel, King Nebuchadnezzar um, said that whenever you hear this sound, everybody has to bow down and worship me. Whenever you hear this sound, so whenever there was a, the instrument and they heard some kind of music, everyone had to fall down and bow down to the golden image all at once. And what did I think about? I thought about George Floyd. George Floyd's $14 million golden casket. Everybody's taking a knee. Well, they're really bowing down to um, another God. It's like Nebuchadnezzar. And they were being forced to. So when everybody heard those sounds, the, the frequency in their DNA, poof, automatically dropped to the ground. Automatically. Yeah. Automatically. Um, Antifa backwards is fitna, which is an Arabic word, which means temptation, trial, civil strife, and conflict. Brother, look at that. That's no coincidence. The Not Antichrist either. agenda has always been to divide and conquer from the beginning. And he uses the... the lie of racism to do it. There was no curse of, there was a curse of Canaan by a man, not God, and the curse was not that he was going to have black skin and that he had to serve and be slaves to everyone for the rest of his life. That's a lie from the pit of hell. It's always been about division and separation and being able to conquer a people and to cause them to submit. That's what it's all about. And just the last thing I want to say, just two scriptures here. In um, Acts 17, 28, it says, he has made of us one blood, all nations for one for men as well. One blood. So that means if you get cut and I get cut, we bleed the same blood with his rich red. Yep. Doesn't matter. Don't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. When, when, we, when this life is over, our body goes back to dust, our spirits are all going to be the same color. So it doesn't matter. And this last, it says that we are, in Galatians 3.28, we are all one in Christ Jesus. 
So the Antichrist wants to divide and conquer, but Christ wants to bring unity and liberty in Christ Jesus. You see the difference there? It's a big difference there between the two um, agendas. Yep. And polar opposite. And the, the, the devil's going to do whatever he can to get his agenda across. But he can't do it without people. And if people don't buy into his lies, don't accept his offers, um, then they can, he can't he can't accomplish his his goals. Yeah, the devil so is he, he ain't in the business the of, the curse of you out. slavery. No, not at all, not at all. Uh, I know we went kind of all over the place there, but I hope I was able to you know break it down. You know, if people watching it here and again, they can pull out some things and do some research, and they'll put everything together for uh, as a, as a puzzle. What I like to do is just put out little little you know crumbs for people to just pick up. Yeah, and, you got to do their own research. If, people, if you're not going to do your own research, you're not going to get the full effect. That's why I, right. I can't sit here and explain to you verse by verse, whatever I want to spiel to you. I, I can lay out some hints, some like you said, breadcrumbs, and it is on you to go do your due diligence and form your own type of opinion. Don't listen to all this uh, herd, <laughs> this herd talk that's out there. Do your due diligence find out what you want to find out and along the way i hope you find out what's really going on dr graves you're awesome man i appreciate you so much for coming on and you're now a reoccurring guest so whenever whenever you want to come back on you have an open door invite um just let our listeners know where they could follow you find any of uh anything that you want to promote so, uh, let them have it and i hope they i hope they take a liking to some of your work because it's this is some eye-opening stuff guys thank you very much a blast this was i was looking forward to this for a long time and want to talk about this so i thank you for the opportunity um you can if you want to follow me on twitter it's at etienne memo e-t-i-e-n-n-e-m-e-m-o um on facebook it's facebook.com forward slash etienne graves um my book are available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Specifically, if you want to see all three books in one place, you can go to Amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Etienne Graves. That's my first and last name, and you can get the books off of there. Is Audible available? Um, the sorry, are you Audible? Like, uh, what is it? Instead of reading, actually reading it, do uh, listening to the to the books. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's available like that. I don't. I don't know. I know um, my, one of my books is available on Kindle, but I don't. That's a good point. I don't know. That's a good point. You know, audio books. I would. Hey, point. I don't it, know that. I would definitely look into that. Go. Uh, go read your book. You know, and then it could get yeah, presented out. You know, there's a lot of people that aren't readers. <laughs> you know, so that's yes, maybe yes. you could. Uh, maybe I would take a into consideration for you, but. Again, man, thank you so much for coming on. Have a good night. Um, this episode will come out in about a week, week and a half. My my producer's okay. out in out in Canada, so <laughs> I send him all the stuff. He works on it, sends it back, and we got a good thing going. But again, man, thank you. Um, keep spreading your word, man. This because this is eye opening stuff, and a lot of people at first are going to deny this, but. The more you get out, the more you get out your word, you'll you'll slowly you'll get you'll get the traction. <laughs> and right now, trying to get the traction of the people might be the hardest thing out there. 
but yeah. slowly and surely people are waking up to it to all this going on and like i said earlier this is these are revelations this story's been told before you just got you got to look into it. it's now currently taking place so like i said if you if you guys want to know the truth what's really going on listen to this episode go follow dr etienne graves on youtube twitter um across all those platforms and time to wake up boys and girls it's about that time dr graves have a good night and like i said anytime you want to come back on shoot me an email hit me up or i will um get a hold of you and we'll we'll get this thing going again Thank you much. God bless you, brother. I appreciate it. I had a great time. Thank you. Yep. God bless you, man. Have a good night. You too. You too. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Welcome to the Forever Man. Welcome to the Forever Minute. Producer Forever here. So what's actually going to happen to this world that we all live in? Are they going to try to forcefully vaccinate the entire population? Will it make it so that businesses will not accept you into their business if you do not have a vaccine ID or a microchip tattoo in your arm that shows that you have been vaccinated? Probably. But what is the reasoning behind this? Is it control? Is it genetic manipulation? There is technology that exists that can determine what kind of genetics you have and when they inject you with this nanobot vaccine, the nanobots could chemically castrate you if they deem that your genetic line is unnecessary for their new world. The nanobots could also be programmed just to kill you straight out if that's what they determine is necessary. Will this first round of vaccines for the COVID-19 include nanobots inside the vaccine? It's possible, but I think that they will wait for the second or third round to gain the trust of the population so that everybody takes it. And they will have control over everything that you do if you allow that to happen. Vaccinations in the past involved injecting inert or dead versions of the virus into your body so your body can build up an immune response to this virus. These days, that is not the case anymore. This would work for certain things, but that's not what they're trying to do. In fact, they are trying to mess you up. They are trying to get you used to all of this control. They are trying to take away your liberties, take away your freedoms, take away your humanity. They are trying to take away your God-given right to live how you want to live. I do believe in God. I know God exists. All you have to do is follow some simple rules. God will give you eternal salvation. And if you can't follow those rules, you might get eternal damnation. That's not necessarily guaranteed, because if you ask God for forgiveness, He has the capacity to forgive anything and everything. You just have to mean it. And if you don't believe that, I can show you. I will tell you everything I know. Just keep listening. Just remember, God created us in His image. Anything that you can possibly do, the most depraved thing, or the most enlightened thing, He knows the entire spectrum. He knows what humans are capable of and every single aspect. He knows the most evil person's deed and He knows the best person's deeds as well. 
He can forgive anything and everything. You just have to mean it. You have to ask for it. And you have to mean it until you die. You have to keep on praying and have faith. If you are a Luciferian Satan worshiper, if that is what you believe, just know Satan is but a grain of sand in this cosmic ocean. He has control over some people, but it is all about deception, and you can break free from that control anytime that you want. I will help you if you need it. Stay tuned in the future for different forever minutes, expanding on all of what I was talking about here, including the other possibilities of why they're trying to vaccinate people, updates about nanobot vaccines, update about who's really controlling everything behind the scenes, pulling the strings of the puppets in power. They're not really in power, obviously, but they're definitely causing a lot of issues. China's war with Taiwan and India and them diverting power from the USA so they can attack the USA, Canada, and Australia. Also, the Project Bluebeam initiative, which will be a very interesting talk. Anyway, stay tuned. I'll be around for a while longer.